minutes remaining. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Daily Happy. Today is Saturday, April 29th, 2023. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. And you can sure be there for us by checking out our website. Just poke around a little bit. It's 10kdollarday.com and you'll find some cool stuff there. Plus our archive of 10K Saturdays, which were interviews that we did for a few years with people all over the world. So go check it out. Yeah. All right. So I have a little update today. You guys, we've talked about how we have an armchair astronomer, Scott, who has, you know, so graciously become uh, the armchair astronomer, official armchair astronomer of the Daily Happy. So do you remember a few weeks ago, um, we did a Daily Happy. It was called The Sun is Sus. And it was all about how, what if the sun explodes? Yeah. Do you remember this? I do. Well, Scott wrote us and he said, transmission received, the sun is sus. And he (laughs) sent us the most descriptive amazing. Just like I have all the information I need. Scott, you're literally changing my life. I'm so excited. But what I love that he said, first of all, was he said, it's totally okay. If scientists don't know something, this is exactly how science is supposed to work. Cause you and I very frequently say like, how do they know? What are they doing? What are they, what are these scientists doing? But he said, if they don't know something, they ask questions, which are called hypothesis. And then they do experience. Then they observe the results. Then they experience, experiment again, changing those details of the experiment. So maybe they predict the outcome and rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, which I loved. Okay. And then all of a sudden they come up with what they call the theory And then they experiment more crazy, right? Okay. Which thank you, Scott, for that. I love. So basically I feel like you and I are on the verge of being scientists because we do exactly that. We come up with like (laughs) these hypotheses, these questions, and then we like try things out and then we're like, Ooh, but maybe it's this. So Lulu, he said, you were exactly right when you said that polar, because we were talking about the polar vortex. Do you remember that? Yeah. The polar you said refers to the poles like top and bottom of the earth. He said you were spot on. So good for you for getting okay. that right. And then he said the vortex describes spinning, right? Like a funnel. Think tornadoes or when people swirl their beer bottle around. Okay. Scott, thank you for the layman terms. I mean, he's like <laughs> giving it to me like things that I know. Like it's so exciting. But here's the best part. So he, I mean, we have, a, it was very, he sent a whole description of many things that we've asked questions about. This was amazing. But the best part was he was talking about, okay, so if the sun actually explodes, what we call a supernova, he said, we wouldn't even know about it for almost 10 minutes because the speed of light is about 186,000 miles per second. And the earth is 93 million miles from the sun, give or take. So it would take about 8.5 minutes for the light from our exploding star, which is the sun, to reach our eyes here on earth. He said it would be a blinding flash. And if we didn't go blind, then the sky would be beautiful afterwards because it was so bright. Interesting. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Then he said that if the sun actually explodes, it's because it would have to get, it would have to be ballooned. Like basically it would balloon so large 
that the sun itself would be bigger than the orbit of the earth. So we would have been cooked or baked like so long, like it would just, it would get so big that you would before, have basically, the, before it got before to that it would point. explode. So he said the earth would actually be, by the time it exploded, it would just be one hot dead rock before cool. it exploded. <laughs> okay. But then this is how he closed it. You guys, because Scott knows daily happy. He said, by the way, don't worry, daily happy. This most likely will take a few billion years and we probably won't even be here anymore. And if we are, we won't be human. <gasps> Scott, how dare you? And then I wrote, I wrote him back and I was like, first of all, I can't, I couldn't even, his, his, his like description of everything was so long and amazing. And then I wrote back and I was like, that's so cool. Like that was my freaking response. I was like, I don't even know how to get into a conversation about this view. But I did say, I love that he put AI Five in there. And then remaining. he, of course, was like, what do you mean AI? And I was like, no, you said we might not be human. He was like, oh, yeah, that. I was like, it's, uh, listen, I'm obsessed with that type of stuff. I feel like it's so cool that we have you to tell us things <laughs> like this because now I feel so much smarter. My water cooler talk this week is going to be so <laughs> on point. I'm going to have things like ballooning suns to talk about and, the, and words like a billion years. Like oh, it's going to be so good. So of course, <laughs> then I started thinking about like fireballs and sun and all this stuff. And so I wanted to keep on track with my, you know, fireball uh, episode today. So I started researching a little bit about like space and the skies. Did you know this happened just, I think two weeks ago, there was a fireball that flew across the main, like main, the state sky. And oh, here's the thing. It split off. Okay. The fireball did. And then the main mineral and gem museum announced that they were offering a $25,000 reward. If anyone could collect a kilogram of that meteorite, which fell onto Maine across the state. $25,000. I didn't do the research on how big a kilogram is though. Do you know off the top of your head? (laughs) No, no, no. I don't. (laughs) The only reason I'm laughing is because I think the only weight of kilograms I ever knew was like five kilograms. And I think it's literally how I used to buy the vegetables when I used to go to the vegetable place in France and you would hold your hands out and oh. you would go f- five and then they would put vegetables <laughs> in your hands. And I realized at that point that my method of measuring weight is wrong and made up. Oh, I would, yeah, I ha- I would have no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I think that it's let, I think like if we think what a pound is, I think we, it's we like don't much have to guess. less than that. I'm just, I'm just going to look it up. One kilogram. Okay, okay. You're like, let's guess about this. I'm like, this this one I can look up. Uh, so one like, kilo- Google it. Yeah, they're like, oh my God. <clears throat> one kilogram is 2.2 pounds. Okay. So okay, like okay, okay, okay. basically two of those ground beef pound things. Okay. <gasps> That's crazy. That's a lot. Well, That's it is a heavy a rock. It's yeah. Two and well, here's the thing. Remaining. They said they are only taking, they're only paying the 25,000 for the first kilogram. 
And then after that, minutes remaining. A kilogram sized piece, or can you add multiple things together to create a kilogram? Like lots and lots of, I feel like it has to be a kilogram because think about it. If you could just collect meteorite dust. I mean, Allison, that would be so much dust to be two pounds. Yeah, that's there's, true. There's, I was like, they you know, could just crush up anything. Well, I was going to say, how do you know it's kilogram dust? I mean, meteorite dust. Wouldn't that be funny? If they're yeah. like, no, this is just, you know, dirt. <laughs> I bet they yeah. could test it. But yeah, so, but they did say the main men, mineral, wait, gem and mineral association. They did say that they'll pay the 25000 for the first kilogram. But after that, if you still found some, they still want you to turn it in. They'll just give you less money. But they didn't say how much less money. It just said you'll still be compensated, but they didn't put a price on it. No, that means you're getting free tickets to the museum for a year. <laughs> you're on there. <laughs> And they're like, thank yous. Yeah. You're in the program. Um, no, but I thought it was so cool. And uh, they said that the fireball was so bright. Because normally, I guess these meteorites can only be seen at night. But they said it was so remaining. bright that you could actually observe it for four minutes and 40 seconds during the day. That's a long day. time. Wait, Amy. I know. Amy from Maine. You're out there. Our listener. Oh. Hey. Did you see a fireball? Did you collect the fireball? Are you now $25,000 richer? Eight. Yeah, it was on Monday, April 12th, I think. What were you doing, Amy? Were you like, what's that bright light? Eight. I wonder how bright though, because I think you might, I I think you had to look for it. I don't think it was like, oh, we're sitting here and all of a sudden, 